Good morning and welcome to Breakfast with the Beak. I am your host, Johnny Good Times. Joining me is my sidekick. Hey, I'm Dr. Heisenberg. Yeah, eventually. Okay. And, and I'm going to spend the entire podcast dicking around on my phone so I can be a real newsman, just like Anderson Cooper and John King. That is a... That Watch is... me. Watch me. You see me? You see... Can you... I, I can't see if you're watching me because I'm dicking around on my phone. I, I don't know so. if I'm watching you. Where did Dr. Heisenberg go? Yeah. All I see is a very serious guy. Yeah. I, um... Ooh, ooh. Is this... Is this a, 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 a an important tip from a contact? Oh, well, it's a coupon from Radio Shack, but I'll, I'll, I'll keep looking. Wow, serious guy. <laughs> you must know what's up. <laughs> Dicking around on your phone like that. Yeah, yeah, that's that's how you know serious newsmen in a crisis. It's... Oh, my God. Do they not have an intern to stand off camera dicking around on a phone? Look, all newsmen, since the beginning of televised journalism, wear a little earpiece, okay? Have always worn a little earpiece. Where a research team off camera, sometimes in a van, sometimes at some sort of headquarters, will gather information from a variety of sources and then whisper it into the earpiece. Yeah, wait a minute. Not only were we watching Anderson Cooper and John King and friends yeah. dicking around on their phones trying to get the scoop yeah. by dicking around on their phones, right. standing there in their coats, dicking around on the phones on camera while mm-hmm. we watched live. Ha mm-hmm. Not only were they doing that... They were trying to do research, you know, fucking waving their phones around looking for the fucking 4G signal. Like, like, (laughs) oh man, I hope this is fast enough. It's not. Yeah, which, I mean... Oh wait, I got a bar, I got a bar. Come on. And what were they going to find out? They were like a couple of blocks away from where everything was happening. Like, I know they weren't allowed to go there, yeah. but neither was anyone else except for law enforcement. So yeah. there wasn't, there wasn't like an eyewitness they had like inside that boat. Hey, do you have one of those microphones where you pointed at something 50 feet away and you just hear that one thing? Because fucking football has them, okay? <laughs> you know, that's how you hear the hits. They point the microphone at the guys getting hit. Okay, it's not some kind of trickery. It's a real kind of thing that exists. Get one of those, CNN. I mean, there was some high tech gadgetry going on. No, they were fake holograms and shit. And no, I don't mean walking we, around with appliances. I don't mean with CNN. Okay, I mean, I mean the strike team mm. had some high tech shit going on. They had a, a robot that they lowered with like a helicopter or something. Yeah, and it was like a heat seeking robot, and then they used it to pull off the tarp and all that stuff. But, like, unless the helicopter pilot or the guy operating the robot was updating in real time on, like, Twitter or Skype or something, yeah. there was nothing for them to find on their phones. Like, like yeah, if, if you got on the Twitter or the, the robot guy's Twitter feed, yeah. and it's like, lol, guys, don't tell anyone, but the robot doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be a scoop. <laughs> Hashtag YOLO. <laughs> On one hand, that's a big deal. On the other hand, technically, it's the robot guy's scoop. It is. If he, well, if he's, yeah, putting it out publicly. Yeah. Yeah. There's. A, I don't know why they were doing that. It's unprofessional. I mean, I know they didn't have a lot to do other than stand there and look cool in their cool coats and their hair blowing in the wind. Yeah. But that effect is lessened. 
by the fact that they're all probably playing words with friends against each other, waiting for something to yeah. happen. Remember, you know, a few years ago when people were complaining about how, God damn it, the news is all, like, fancy graphics and logos and theme songs now and we hate it? Uh-huh. But what did they actually do, okay? <laughs> what was actually happening on the news? It was after something happened, you got the the shitty-looking computer-animated diagram of what happened mm-hmm. showing, like, you know, okay, well, the, the meteor landed here or whatever, you know? Yeah. And then the trees all fell down. Hey, while you're standing around dicking around on your phones, yeah. maybe pop one of those up. <laughs> Put some actual information out there. I mean, and they, they, they have a all- studio. Of people. Yeah. Yeah. At desks doing things. They're paying that animator for something. Yeah. You know, and everyone's complaining about, you know, oh man, those horrible newsmen all speculating. They're the real terrorists. No, okay? I would love it if they would speculate. Because at least then there's something happening. I would much prefer speculation over watching Anderson Cooper push buttons on his phone. Buttons that you can't see. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's not even like. There's not even a split screen where you can see uh, uh, Anderson Cooper's, uh, you know, BlackBerry screen. Yeah, it's like... That would at least be neat, uh, maybe. That's another thing people put out there as a supposed criticism about, you know, oh man, these newsmen, they're so scared of dead air, they have to just keep stuff coming. And I'm like, yes! Well... (laughs) Yes, they do! Yes, they do. I, I mean, like... If, if the channel just cut out, yeah. that would be an equal amount of information as we get watching people dick around on their phones. Yeah, I mean, it's it's live television. You, you don't want dead air, okay? It's just like live radio. I guess... I mean, I'm not even talking like, you know, entertainment value, like they have some obligation to do that. No, they don't have an obligation to entertain. But... But it's your job to do something while you're in front of the camera. Yeah. <laughs> I guess, I guess where, Cronkite like... I would have done it. Cronkite would have done something. Cronkite would have would have monologued, okay? He would have come up with some beautiful, poignant statement to just kind of elucidate not only what was happening, but its cultural significance. Oh, absolutely. People would be plagiarizing that shit in graduation graduation speeches for years. Oh, yeah, yeah. As would, uh, uh what's-his-face, newsroom guy. Uh, the guy from Dumb and Dumber, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I mean the writer. Aaron Sorkin? Yeah, yeah. Sorkin Sorkin would plagiarize all those speeches like five years later. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was about to say, Sorkin can't come up with that shit on the spot. He needs like a couple year gap between the events and the episode. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no. But but that's the kind of thing that Sorkin gets us. I don't know what Sorkin's going to do when he talks about this time period. He's going to have the guy from Dumb and Dumber just uh, dicking around on his phone, I guess. But you know Oh, I hope so. I see this not just in like crisis moments, but I see it more and more just on regular news TV. Like, you get a lot with morning chat shows. I've even seen it on local New York, like, morning news. Mm-hmm. And, like, Soledad O'Brien does it. Aaron Burnett does it. A lot of people. They have their laptops in front of them. And sometimes they're dicking around on their laptops on the commercial and then you see them look up when the commercial ends. Yeah, because nobody believes that that stack of papers actually is anything. Well, yeah, but more and more I see them dicking around on the computers while they're talking to the camera. Well, yeah, because YouTube has a funny response to this current event. And instead of just, you know, telling you to go look at it, they, they point a camera at the computer. <laughs> Sometimes they'll tweet a question on the air and then they'll read the Twitter responses live. Like the at replies. And it's like, I mean, I multitask pretty much all the time. 
in that if you can call dicking around multitasking, they're multitasking while they're in front of a camera uh, making a TV show. Yeah, I'm not tweeting right now. I feel like that's the one time you should focus. I left my phone on my desk. Oh, well, you know, mine's right here. But, but you're not tweeting. No. No. Because this isn't live. Yeah, and even if it was... I mean, it, I could tweet while people listen to this, but I don't know when they're going to listen to this. Yeah, it doesn't if, have a broadcast time. If this was live, maybe people would be tweeting at you, lol, just heard that thing. Yeah. Do you want to be reading that and then ruin the rest of the show by just doing the thing that made them laugh over and over again? I d- probably not. Yeah, probably not. I, I hope not. I mean, it'd be funny if we did a live show, but I'm not getting up in the actual morning. Hell no, not no. on a Sunday. No. 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 I'm not funny in the morning. Anyway, do you want to roll a topic? Uh, yeah, we should. Uh, there's, you know, there's there, there's a lot of stuff going on in the news, and I, I just hope that our uh, randomly selected user-submitted topic will in some way focus the conversation in a way that will uh, help us say something meaningful about the issues of the day. Let's let's roll. You are just setting yourself up for failure. (laughs) All right, let's tempt fate. No one can stop me. (laughs) Roll, Tommy. Let's see, we got... uh, Oh, it's tiny, it's 11. Okay, what's what's topic number 11, John? Garlic. God damn it. (laughs) Submitted by friend of the show, Cassie in Sultan, Washington. Thank you, Cassie. Yum, garlic. Hey, so, garlic. Show over. <laughs> you have, uh, you like to cook, Johnny. I do like to cook. You have some things to say about garlic? Yeah, it's in everything. <laughs> I'm not joking, okay? Because right now, we are living in a culture where even people who aren't all crazy foodie guy, who's all, you know... Oh, man, I've got some fucking locally sourced eggplant or whatever. Sure, cilantro. Fuck cilantro. I don't even know what that is. Cilantro can bite my ass. People name drop it. It's crap. It's overrated crap. I think they name drop it because it has three syllables, and I don't know what it is. Well, it's it's an adequate thing to put into stuff, uh-huh. but ultimately, who gives a <laughs> shit, and you're not going to miss it. I don't. Yeah. You've probably <laughs> eaten it like a billion times and don't even remember it. Yeah, probably. Is it on pizza? It can be. It shouldn't be, but it can be. Okay. I mean, that's a that's a matter of debate as to what pizza can be. Oh, I mean, I, I enjoy pizza. Well, yeah, you enjoy pizza, but you're just eating a pizza. You're not doing any kind of crazy pizza. You're not doing the, the fucking Mexican pizza where instead of sauce, it's refried beans and, and stuff, you know. No, I don't want bean pizza. No. I want sauce and cheese. Yes, you do. And maybe some pepperoni. Yeah. That's yeah. a basic pizza right there. <laughs> yeah. It's a classic pizza. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm a classy guy. The point is... <laughs> the point is, fuck cilantro, what was the topic again? Garlic. Garlic is okay. Yeah. Because right now, even if you're not locally sourced eggplant and cilantro guy... Yeah. You are watching the Food Network. And the Food Network, there's a flavor of porn for everyone on that channel. Wait. Food porn. Not porn porn. Is that what I think it is? Or... It, well, it's not people it cramming thing? food into their various openings. I mean... Is it the thing where people eat food off of each other's naked bodies? No, that's just good old-fashioned clean fun. I'm, I'm not a fan of it, but generally because afterwards everyone's all sticky. That's actually true. People yeah. are all like, ooh, I want to drizzle honey all over you, and I'm like, don't, please. It's like, that's fun for a minute, but then you need a shower before you continue. Yeah, it's going to get on the sheets. Fuck that. No. Yeah. Okay. That's a time waster. But the Food Network produces multiple varieties of food porn from the, you know... Chefs who know what they're doing and the food actually looks really good and then you try to make it and it looks like just a sad brown pile. 
Okay, but again, I need you to define food porn in this context. It's just, I mean... Food photographed in a pornographic manner. <laughs> again, I'm totally not imagining whatever you're talking about. Because now I'm thinking of like... A cucumber cake. with two tomatoes next to it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or like yeah. penis cakes, or vagina cakes, or boob cakes, or... It's mostly cakes. <laughs> it's pictures of stuff you're never going to do photographed very lovingly in a way to show off how great it is. Okay, so like, you mean like stuff you are going to try to cook. Yeah, and when okay. you do it, just like when you try to do the stuff in regular porn, right? when you try to make these recipes, it all ends in sadness. And it's, it's kind of gross. Yeah, it's fucking gross and weird and bad and stuff gets everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, okay. All right. No, now I understand where the analogy comes from. Yeah. All right. But they, they, it's this very lovingly shot, elaborate, no way in hell are you going to do this at home food. Okay. And you've got the guys on there who know what they're doing and they make the spectacular things that you're never going to make. Okay. And then you've got the guys like Guy Fieri who are just like, how much fucking grease and gravy can we pile on all this shit? Right. And that's, you know, oh, bold flavors. Fuck you, Guy Fieri. Guy Fieri's like a human chicken wing. <laughs> kind of. He's <laughs> like a chicken wing covered in fucking cheese whiz and stuff. <laughs> and the thing is, if you invented that, people would love it. Ew. But not the right kind of people. Right. Yeah. I think a chicken wing with the right kind of cheese would be good. But well, I said whiz. cheese whiz, yeah. I know, that's yeah. gross. Yeah, Guy Fieri is loved by the wrong kind of people. That's and, fair. Well, the point is, no matter who you are, no matter what kind of food porn you're producing for what audience, you're using fuckloads of garlic. Okay. Every recipe is put some butter or put some olive oil in a pan, then put some garlic in. Every recipe. I don't know why. Oh, that's true. I mean, I don't, I don't watch cooking shows, but I, even I know enough that's like, yeah, there's some kind of vegetable oil they talk about, and it's never just like the easy stuff in the jug. It's like, like corn oil is they want olive oil or like grapeseed oil. Sure. Yeah. Which what I don't know what that is either, but it's a fancy kind of oil, yeah. I guess. It's it's basically the same as corn oil, but it's harder to get and costs more. Okay. Because I assume it comes from a seed, so you need more of them. <laughs> Seeds are smaller than olives. Yes. Usually, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, the point is, it's, yeah, you get your oil, you put your garlic in and whatever. Who gives a shit? Okay. That's not what this is about. What this is about is, you know, every recipe has garlic because at some point it was decided everything in the world should taste a little bit like garlic. Interesting. Which I don't mind. I enjoy it. I use it in a lot of things. I mean, again, garlic is on is on pizza in one form or another. Just I mean, today, I made a tiny pizza and put some garlic on it. Yeah, you can get garlic butter, garlic powder. Yeah, I just use straight up minced garlic, just spread it around on the crust before putting the stuff on. Well, it sounds good, too. Yeah, it was. All right. It was great. Excellent. You got these little chunks of garlic in your pizza, but they're soft, so you don't care. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty good. Awesome. Well, because, yeah, technically it's supposed to be in all of your various uh, Italian foods. That's your stereotypical uh, location of garlic. Now, are we talking actual Italian foods, or are we talking what Americans call Italian food? Surprisingly, both. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, doesn't that doesn't happen a lot with, uh, <laughs> with your various ethnic foods. Right. What we call a taco is not a taco. Is there garlic in tacos? There can be. Okay. Like, I mean, you're not just going to put, like, garlic cloves in there, because that would suck. That seems a bit much. Yeah, and 
you know, it's, it's just going to be a texture issue. It's not going to feel good in the mouth. Okay, yeah, but you could cook, mix them in with, like, the ground beef. Yeah, you're, you're, you're cooking up your meat, and you just stir some uh, some garlic in there. Ground okay. beef, that's why what we call a taco is not a taco, okay? They don't have ground beef in Mexican taco? No, I'm sure they can make it, but you, 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 you simmer that for, like, a long-ass time, and you shred it, you know? What? The beef. Wait, what kind of beef are you starting with? Chunks of it. Like, whole big chunks, like a steak? Well, I, I, you use something cheaper than that. You use chuck or round or something, but... Oh, but you don't grind you don't, it up. You, you don't, don't put it through it. the grinder. You don't put it through the grinder. Oh, so yeah. what? You like soak it? And I don't know these things. So. Yes, you you put it in a bucket of water. <laughs> and you come back a few days later, and you take the resulting nutrient slurry, and you no hit it with a hammer, and then no, you like you put it in like a pot with. Uh, Either water or maybe some stock, but probably just water. And you 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 know you simmer it for a really long time until the water has reduced. Then you shred it and you. Okay. It's more complicated than that. It's all right. I don't even understand what you just told me. You have eaten this, I think. I don't. I maybe I don't really cook, but I mean I make what I call doc tacos, but they're even further away from. Mexican tacos than Taco Bell tacos. We've talked about what you call a taco <laughs> on this program, okay? I've Would had, you like to tell the people? I've had Choco tacos. Well, those don't have garlic. <laughs> they do not. I Chocolate think. in general does not go with garlic. Uh, do those uh, fancy pants overpriced candy bar people make a chocolate bar with garlic inside because I know they make them with like chili peppers and shit. I've had the chili pepper one. It's very good. I have no idea the status of garlic in those bars. It seems like they would even if it tasted awful because awful taste does not seem to be a deal breaker uh, for a $9 candy bar at Whole Foods. I don't know. I've never never seen one with garlic (laughs) in it. Again, I think it's not just a matter of, you know, it being awful. It's a matter of does it go with the chocolate. Right, which is... And I don't think the garlic would, because... I mean, how would you even do that? If you've got, like, raw garlic in there, that's going to go bad. But if you've got, like, dried garlic in there, that's going to be hard. Well, I mean, I had one that said it had bacon in it once, and it had, like, little dried pieces. Oh. And, I mean, it's an interesting idea, but it, it did not... The taste did not live up to my hopes and dreams. Yeah, because that bar is a fucking lie. I mean, not a lie. I'm sure it was telling the truth about the bacon. But if you want bacon and chocolate, you know what you do? You fry up some bacon, then you take one of the strips, and you dunk it the fuck in some chocolate, okay? Yeah, man, you chocolate fondue that shit. Well, it's not technically a... Yeah, fine. Do some dipping. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay, you, you, that is the way to do chocolate bacon. That has nothing to do with garlic. We've drifted so far from garlic. Dipping? <laughs> yeah, dipping. I say, I like dipping some bacon in some chocolate. <laughs> this goes all the way back to the first time we ever talked about fondue in, like, what was that, episode two or three? I believe so. The, we were talking about mayonnaise? <laughs> Yeah. And you were all like, I got gravy. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So that's a callback that nobody's going to understand. Because that's what happens when you send us food topics. We just talk about other foods that aren't the topic, okay? Well, all right. If I can maybe steer us back in the the correct direction a little. Back to garlic country. Garlic is unique, I think, amongst, like, you know, let's say... 
component foods. Okay. In that it is also a mythical weapon. Because you can kill vampires with garlic. You can. I mean, kinda? Yeah, I mean... But, like, where... It's it's never, like, primary. You know, you always yeah. want your holy water and your steak and your swords and stuff. Yeah. But, like, for some reason, garlic is always mentioned. Well, that's true. I mean, I was thinking about just what other foods could you fight a vampire with. I mean, like... You could throw eggs at him. I mean, it wouldn't do much, but you could. Yeah, I don't know how effective that would be. But it, but you can do it, is the point. Yeah, but... You can huck an egg at him. You know how, like, that the, the garlic thing is never really clear in any, like, vampire story? Like, with, like, a cross, oh, yeah. okay? Like, when they have a cross, it's like, it's a holy symbol, and a vampire is unholy. So you, like, touch them with the cross, and maybe it doesn't kill them, but it, like, burns their flesh, because yeah. it's holy. Well, like, garlic isn't holy... Garlic is an onion. So it's like, do they just not like the smell? I have no idea. Yeah. I mean, because clearly your your Eastern European, uh, you know, villages that are tormented by, by vampires, mm-hmm. they use garlic in their food too, because pretty much everyone does, actually. Okay. Whether stereotypically associated with Italy or not, everybody seems to love it all around the damn world. And uh, It's good. It is good. It's a useful flavoring agent. Yeah. The point is that in those villages, yeah, the people just have garlic around to wave at vampires, and I guess it keeps them away. I have no fucking idea. I mean, that's the thing. You you, you look at any old, you know, Dracula movie, right? <laughs> right. Where it's got the huddled villagers living in fear. Yeah. They've just got big strings of garlic hanging up all over their house. Yeah. And I mean, it's like, hey, no vampires are here. So does the garlic just keep them from coming in in the first place, or do they get close and they're like, "Oh fuck, garlic!" Ah, we don't know. I, I, yeah, I have a, I have a feeling like you know it's it's rooted in just like you know the first time someone just really needed to put somebody off, like some peasant was really worried about vampires, and then somebody I don't know if it was a you know a king or a priest or a monster hunter or whatever is like visiting the villagers right they probably went and consulted with the swamp hag sure the swamp hag yeah and they're like we're, we're afraid of vampires what do we do and they're like well you gotta kill vampires you gotta use like a crossbow or a sword they're like i don't know how to use a sword i am a simple peasant oh what do you do i farm we all farm or uh, all right, can you use your plow? No, I don't have a plow. Um, all right, what do you have? I have uh, vegetables, potatoes, and carrots and garlic. Garlic, garlic will repel the vampires. Just grow some extra and string it up, and then bring me some. And then they left, and the swamp hag ate some more mushrooms. Yeah, <laughs> like, but you know, like I feel like that was just some shit made up on the spot that stuck. Well, people put a lot of stock in the words of swamp hags back then. That's true. You know? So. Yeah, yeah. You don't get as many swamp hags these days. You don't get as many yeah. hags in general. Yeah, that's a good point. It's I a mean, shame. There's <laughs> that lady who's into butter, but that's about it. What? Paula Dean. Oh, Paula Dean. <laughs> I thought you meant Mrs. Butterworth. <laughs> no, no. Mrs. Butterworth is a golem. Okay. Right, because she's, she's made of stuff. Yeah, she is. Mrs. Butterworth is clearly a syrup golem. Yeah, in a gla- okay. with glass skin, yeah. Yeah. But Paula Dean is like, uh, she's like a kitchen hag. 
That's fair. <laughs> See, so. right now, there's an actual witch listening to this in her kitchen, like, raising the dead. Uh-huh. And she's like, Paula Dean is not a kitchen hag. I am a fucking kitchen hag. Well, then that lady needs to get her own show. Yeah, and if about the, how to raise the dead in your fucking kitchen. Yeah, and if the Food Network won't give her a show... They won't, because she won't use enough garlic. Well, because it scares the undead. She should get a, a, a vlog or a podcast. Like we would host the the unholy kitchen witches podcast, maybe totally. Yeah, on the Beak Network. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can apply to be on the Beak Network. We can work out a deal. Yeah, if you are raising the dead in your kitchen or really anywhere in your house or on your property in general, that's an untapped market in terms of podcasting. Yeah, like we have enough people that are like stand-up comedians interviewing people. Yeah, like, we that's need, a, there's enough podcasts of that. We need some necromancers. Yeah. Actually. Not enough kitchen necromancy podcasting. As far as I know, there are none. Yeah. So. I mean, I can look this up, but <laughs> I feel like I have made a solid guess. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, that seems plausible. So, kitchen hags, get in touch uh, at thebeak.org. Yeah. Yeah. Or just, like, send us a bag of magic dirt or something. We'll see what grows out of it. Oh, that'd be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be a fun package to get in the mail. Magic dirt, see what happens. Then it's like a quest. Well, not really. It's a quest you can do by staying home. I guess you might have to go out and buy a flower pot. Experiment? Okay. Yeah. You can call it an experiment. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, the point is, however <laughs> garlic got to be the vegetable with a reputation for scaring vampires. Right. Yeah, nobody ever talks about how that works, or indeed, if that works. Because nobody ever kills a vampire with garlic, they just sort of have it around. But then you don't you don't fight the vampire at your house, you have to go to his castle. Yeah, yeah. there should have been a scene in Twilight, like one of them, where like the wolves capture, you know, uh, what's-his-face, pale guy, and... Um, I'm guessing you mean Edward. Yeah, I can't remember, I couldn't, I was trying to remember his real name. Arpats. Um, yeah, yeah, like the 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 werewolves capture Arpats and drag him into the woods and just stuff him full of garlic cloves, like shove him in his mouth and like his ears and everything, and shove <laughs> some garlic up his ass. Whatever. Sort of like like we're just yeah, garlic kills vampires, and he's like, this is a poorly defined trope, and he doesn't die because yeah. he's the not the hero, but he's the guy. Yeah, he's the guy who we know makes it to the end. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's not the hero, but he's that guy. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's the handsome pale guy, kind of. Yeah, he's not Mustache Dad. I like Mustache Dad. <laughs> mustache Dad's my favorite character. He's the only character I like. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> he was my rock through that whole series. Okay? Yeah, I mean, Anna Kendrick has, like, a good moment, but it's mostly yeah. Mustache Dad. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and like so many of the other actors in those movies, she just sort of moved beyond them, but then they had to keep getting her back to do more of them. Yeah. But yeah, Mustache Dad was our rock in Twilight, is the point of this podcast. (laughs) Wait, no. (laughs) This isn't a show about Mustache Dad. Every show's kind of about Mustache Dad, okay? I feel like even though we don't have kids, we're both kind of Mustache Dads. We got mustaches, sure. Yeah. I mean, we're capable of growing them. Yeah, well, I got one with my beard. Well, yeah. You know, I mean, it's not as good as some mustaches. Well, that's true. But that's the... Yeah, no, we... Garlic, right! (laughs) 
The point is that in every fucking movie, you gotta go to the vampire's castle to fight him, so they bring some garlic with him, and then the vampire shows up, and he's always like, how? That's not enough. Yeah. It's like... Like, vampires are just able to fight through it on garlic pretty much all the time. It's like, why do I keep bringing this? It's taking a valuable bag space. I yeah. I could have brought a flamethrower. Yeah. Yeah. They're usually vulnerable to fire. Yeah, vampires do generally burn in almost every vampire story. Yeah. Or like a, a fusion reactor, you know, because that makes a little sun that you can point at them. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. cool. In fact, most things are vulnerable to fire. Like, Actually, you don't yeah. really need to weaponize vegetables once you discover fire. Yeah. And generally, discovering fire and discovering agriculture go are pretty close together. Fire, maybe even first. See, why, why garlic, though? Why not just tell the peasants, oh, yeah, the vampires are scared of friendship. And so then everyone just has to fucking not be a dick to each other, okay? Because, like, then if you're, if you steal something or if you kill somebody, yeah. it's not just, oh, you're a bad guy. It's, oh, you're putting the whole village at risk of vampire attack. Wow. Yeah. But then, like, if someone is really unpopular and, like, just isn't very good at making friends, then, like, they could be persecuted, like, kicked out of the village because they're afraid that he's going to be risked. Or everyone could just try being nicer to him. And then if he turns out to actually be an asshole, uh-huh. then they kick him out. Okay. Yeah. Now, if you hang the guy in town square and it brings everyone closer together, is that cementing friendship or is that really not being friends with that one guy? I think you break even. Okay. All right. <laughs> Vampire looks at that and he's like, Okay. Yeah, no, the vampire's like, okay, the friendship level is exactly... He's looking at his little tricorder. Yeah. And he's like, okay, the friendship level is exactly what it was before. Fuck. Does he have, like, some mood slime, like in Ghostbusters 2, you know, that just will automatically detect your psychic emotional levels? I don't know what's in the basement of his castle, okay? <laughs> I don't know. It's it's big, and every time you go through a door, if you go back through it, it's a different room than the one you came from, because magic. I don't know. Yeah, that's a weird design. Vampires all live in terrifying magic castles that are different every time you go in them, because Castlevania. I mean, that's cool, though. That is way cooler than, like, a split-level townhouse in, you know, the Redwood Forest. Where are vampires living in that? I mean... In Twilight. Oh, in Twilight. Oh, yeah. They <laughs> live in a... Yeah, okay. <laughs> That's true. We've been over this. That is where the Twilight vampires live. Yeah. God, they suck. I know. They're really bad. They don't yeah. even have a castle. Not only do they not have a castle, but their house isn't evil either. Okay? No. Like, it's just a house. You've played Castlevania, okay? Yeah. You go it's through awesome. that whole castle, okay? That castle is full of bats and zombies and monsters and, like, yeah. magic stairs. And flying heads that knock you off the little platforms because you can't steer when you're jumping. Yeah. 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 You go back and play, like, Castlevania 3, uh-huh. and you go in the castle, and it's all different. Yeah. You know why? Because it's fucking evil or because they just didn't care. Uh, well, you know, it could be both. Yeah, and then in the newer ones, they make that a plot point. It's like, oh yeah, every time you come in here, it's going to be different Yeah. because of evil. Yeah, like in Diablo 3. Sure, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's not... It doesn't change that much. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's like, you know, you go in and... You travel around and it's like, oh, hey, this is different from last time because otherwise this game wouldn't be very hard. That's fair. Yeah. That's also like Diablo 3. 
Yeah. Yeah. But the point is, if you're a vampire and you're not living in an awesome death castle... Then what is your fucking Then problem? you deserve to get garlic rubbed in your eyes. Yeah, that's like the kind of like douchebag vampire that probably doesn't even drink unicorn blood. Oh, come on. Yeah. Come on, you wuss. Yeah, like Valmart. Yeah, that's like the best blood. Yeah. Yeah. It's all shiny. Sure, probably. <laughs> I don't know. I mean... <laughs> See, maybe that's a way to kill vampires. Trick them into drinking mercury. Interesting. Well, you just I mean, dump it on a dead unicorn. The unicorn doesn't care. It's dead. Oh, yeah, okay. I mean, you'd find a dead unicorn. Okay, yeah, and you just dump some mercury out on that shit. Yeah, all right. Yeah, unicorn's dead. He doesn't care. Yeah, so it's like, oh, here's some fresh unicorn blood, and then poison. Yeah, you poison that vampire. Yeah. If that if they're vulnerable to, to poison, I don't know. That's how Tom Cruise won in Legend. <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> Poison the vampire, unicorn blood. What? I, that's also, I thought you were going to say that's how he almost died in an interview with a vampire. <laughs> that would be more appropriate, because yeah. the villain in Legend is the devil. You think the devil's not going to drink unicorn blood? Well, he will, but I don't think that... Is the devil susceptible to garlic? I'm guessing no. It doesn't seem like something that would stop the devil. I don't know. Peasants probably would believe he is. Peasants are stupid. This is what I'm getting out of this. Peasants don't really understand monsters at all. The basic peasant attitude was, it's super easy to keep the devil away. Vampires are trickier. Yeah, like if it had been just slightly different, you know, we'd be talking about potatoes. Or or tubers. or Hey, potatoes don't have like a distinctive... Well, they do have a distinctive smell, but it's not very strong. Mm. Potatoes do not have a miasma. Carrots have a distinctive uh, odor. I mean, it's not what I would call strong, but it's yeah. distinctive. Well, There's nothing else that really smells like a carrot. Well, again, same with potatoes, but it's it's about the... Uh, you know, if you're cooking something with garlic in it, uh-huh. you come in the house and you're like, damn, that's some garlic. That's true. You know, you're cooking potatoes, you smell whatever the potatoes are in. Right. Probably garlic. Unless it's just potatoes. And then you just don't smell much of anything. You're just like, ooh, it's warm in here. Oh, it's the oven's on. It's kind of light, yeah, yeah. That's the point. Yeah, you don't know what... Potatoes are going to do to a vampire? Probably nothing. I don't think much. Yeah. Yeah. Potatoes so, are good. This has been our podcast on how to fight a vampire with potatoes. Oh, wait. I have one more thing. Oh, okay. Is it um, about potatoes? No, it's about garlic. Oh, garlic. Um, I've um, said that like four times now. Yeah. Pet care tip, right? Pet care. Okay. This is actually important because I have cats, so I have to know these things. And a lot of you also have cats because you're the kind of people who have time to sit at home listening to a podcast. So you probably have cats. That's not a put down. It's just how life is. Yeah. And um, I've seen all your Twitter feeds and you've all got cats. Most of you have cats. It's true. Uh, that's I like cats. Anyway, anyway, garlic and onions as well. Onions are even worse, in fact. They have a chemical in them that is very, very bad for cats. It uh, it can damage their red blood cells and make them anemic. So well, you don't want an, an, an no. anemic cat. Yeah, then your cat will be like um, British royalty, the bad inbred kind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. So just don't don't give your fucking cats onions and garlic. I mean, that's the long and short of it. Give your cats cat food or maybe fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They like cat food. Yeah, some of which has fish. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know that's. Uh, 
So, yeah, when your cats come scrounging around for your food, for people food... Yeah. Yeah, if you're putting garlic in that stuff, then... Uh, say no. Yeah, say, sorry, cats. Yeah. Try again. You can have some milk out of my cereal. That's yeah. safe. But no garlic or onions. Yeah, so when the cats come scrounging around at, at on pizza day for pepperoni... Yeah. There's probably some garlic juice on that shit. Yeah. 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 You can feel justified in hogging all the pepperoni. Yeah. 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 Because, you know, the cats love people food. It's true. Not even just me. Your cat eats, like, chips and stuff. Yeah, he's not supposed to. I gotta stop him. Because yeah. I got that uh, pamphlet from the American Veterinary Medical Association, which mm-hmm. you guys can find at uh, avma.org. Pow! If you want to learn more when you're dicking around on your phone. Yeah. And, and salt is bad for cats, too. So, oh, no yeah, more yeah. chips. Chips are bad. See, well, it's not great for people either. Yeah, it's true. That's true. Like some of those things on that list, you're not supposed to eat either. But you know, humans are humans are one of the garbage animals. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, It it goes uh, humans, rats, pigs, and goats. I believe are the the primary garbage animals. Okay. And that just means we're omnivores who devour anything. Yeah, we we can eat pretty much anything, and uh, it won't kill us. Yeah. And that's why we can eat garlic, and then when vampires bite us, they're all like, oh shit. Yeah, yeah. See, you don't even need to hang the garlic up in your house. You just need to put it in your food. If you eat a lot of garlic, you smell like garlic, and like, you know, then it'll be running through your bloodstream, yeah. and then you're vampire proof. Yeah. 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 So, everyone out there, just go home tonight, and uh, give yourself a garlic anima, and you're vampire proof. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. Um, that doesn't sound right. It's... Let me see that pamphlet. <laughs> it's not bad to be a garbage animal. I mean, it helps. Yeah. I see vampires pick the wrong species to pick on. Like, if they were going after bunnies, you know, they just eat carrots and stuff. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. So, well, but I think vampire bunnies go after bunnies. I thought vampire bunnies also went after carrots, according to the book about the vampire bunny. <laughs> I forgot that was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. See? So. All right. You can't win if you're a carrot, I guess. The the carrot is officially the bottom of the food chain. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you, carrots. Yeah. Until next week. Which is weird, because carrots are the vegetable that is most shaped like a weapon. It's pointy, like a shiv. Yeah. It is. Carrots are nature's shiv. Okay, fine. Next time you get in a fight, just bring a carrot. Tell me how that works out from you when I contact you at a seance. Well, yeah. I mean, the point is you can't use it as a deterrent, but maybe you can stab something with it. Like, you can file it down. I don't think you could. <laughs> you ever been stabbed with a carrot? Yeah. It's not like, really going to kill you. Like but, a bunch of times. Yeah. I was a child once. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't hurt. It's really not. Carrots are pretty cool. Yeah. They taste good. They're, they're tasty. Yeah, that's uh, what matters. Yeah. Until next week, carrots are tasty and not dangerous. Bye, everybody. <laughs> How did we get here? I don't even know. What day is it? Um, it's garlic day. This has been a production of the Beak Podcasting Network. Visit thebeak.org to learn more about this and other quality podcasts. Seriously, guys, so awesome.